0: All right, guys, before we get started, a big thank you to our partner, Microsoft Windows 11, the official operating system of the NFL and the exclusive sponsor of the L.A. Chargers. The all-new Windows 11, they're here to bring you closer to what you love, like the L.A. Chargers in the final drive. Learn about all the awesome new features of Windows 11 at windows.com. And welcome in to the final drive. Chargers lose to the Vikings 27-20 at SoFi Stadium. They dropped to five and four. They've lost three of their last four games. And Haley, I I look at Sunday as really just a missed opportunity for this team. Uh, The Broncos lose at home to the Eagles. Uh, The Chiefs beat the Raiders. So one team was going to lose last night. It it was Las Vegas. And, you know, the the Chargers dropped to five and four. They're still in it, and there's still a lot of football to go. But you look at these games, you got to take care of if you want to separate yourself in the AFC.
1: Yeah. You mentioned it. I mean, this was, if there was any week to gain some ground and keep up, you know, essentially your winning streak since you won last week over Philly, this was the week just given what happened in the AFC West. Like you said, you knew that Sunday night game, someone was going to win. Someone was going to lose. And Oh, look, the Kansas city chiefs are now atop the AFC West. If the Chargers had won yesterday, they would have held the spot since they beat the chiefs and held that tiebreaker as of right now. But you know, it, it is frustrating. And, and I think that kind of seemed to be the sentiment after the game. It came down to execution and what seemed to be working in Philadelphia, specifically offensively, just didn't seem to be going, getting going yesterday against the Vikings. This was that weird um extra game that they scheduled against the NFC North That's opponent right. from uh, 2019, I believe it was, but These games all count, and the Vikings were a team that every guy on this Chargers team said all week. They were 3-5, and but they reminded them a lot of the Chargers even last year. They were losing one-score games. They were in all these games, and they pulled out a win, a one-score win yesterday against this Chargers team. So execution, a lack thereof, seemed to be the theme that everyone talked about after the game on what needed, didn't go right and what needs to get better. And I think, you know, you can only try to clean that up and shore that up as these games move forward. But this was a bummer of a loss for sure, because of how tight not only the AFC West is, but the conferences in general, this AFC is just absolutely bananas, absolutely nuts. Um, And you need to, you need to start winning these games. But, you know, I think one of the kind of optimistic things I saw after the game was I saw a lot of guys tweet, you know, Hey, it's all right. We'll be in this. We'll be back. We got this. The sentiment seems to be, and even hearing from Linval Joseph, they have the pieces, they just have to execute better.
0: You mentioned the AFC, Haley. There are one, two, three, (laughs) four teams with six wins. The Titans have eight wins. And then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams with five wins. It's as jumbled as ever. And, you know, we all knew this Vikings team was a pretty good team. They had lost. Five of their games by a combined 18 points. So you knew it, it was no pushover. And there was some good things the Chargers did. You know, the, the run defense was much better than mm-hmm. it has been. But then you let Justin Jefferson get loose for nine for, for 143. He was probably the best player on the field on Sunday. And you know, I, I just I look at these next three weeks. So and we're gonna talk about this game, obviously, but how critical of a stretch this is gonna be for this Chargers team. Sunday night football against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who tied the Detroit Lions, they're 5-3-1. Uh, then you go to Denver. You're already 2-0 in the division. you got to go to Denver in a couple of weeks. Then you go to Cincinnati. And you know, looking at that game at the beginning of the year, it looks a little bit different now. Um, Cincinnati has stubbed their toe a little bit as of late, but they've had some big wins, and they're 5-4. and four. So I look at these next three weeks as if this Chargers team – is going to separate themselves and be a factor in the AFC. We'll know a lot more in the next 21 days.
1: This is a really, really critical stretch. Like you mentioned it, we don't know obviously what's going to happen with Ben Roethlisberger right now, TJ Watt, obviously losing him would be a huge factor for that Pittsburgh defense, but Pittsburgh came into LA just a couple of years ago and routed the chargers with a uh, Devlin duck Hodges under center. So again, it's, it, there's, there's too much par- disparity in the NFL this year that you can't take any week. You have to treat every week. Like, and that is what this team has said, treat every week. Like you want to go one to zero and every opponent and take them seriously, but that game, that Bengals game, I'm not discounting the Broncos necessarily. It is an AFC West game. You obviously want to lead in your division for sure, but skipping ahead over the Broncos and looking at that Cincy game, everything broke the way Cincinnati was on a buy this week. Everything broke their way. I believe yeah. with how the AFC North shook out them being on a buy and other little things like the chargers losing, um, in order for their push that they're attempting to make, that actually will be a really, really good game, a game that we actually get to see Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert face off again for the or face off not again, but for the first time.
0: And yeah, you said, I'm sorry to interject. Yeah. You said it before we even came on, like the tiebreakers here. Yeah. With, with New England, having lost to New England, having lost to Baltimore, when you have Pittsburgh and then Cincinnati with Denver in between coming up, those are critical games if if there's a wild card situation at the end of the year. Yep.
1: These are the games, and I said this earlier this season. I believe when the, the Chargers played the Browns, Pat Kerwin, who works for CBS and SiriusXM NFL Radio, he calls conference games, not in your division, but just general conference games, wild card games, because the implications that they have at the end of the year could mean a ton. And that's exactly what the Steelers game is. And that's exactly what the Bengals game is in a couple of weeks after that. These are wild card games that will have serious, serious implications. If you win, that's fantastic. If you lose, that's not good at all because any team that has the tiebreaker all over you, we are now getting deeper into the season where there still is a lot of ball game left. Yes, but as the weeks go on, there's less and less. And so it is critical is the only way that I would describe this next three week stretch, specifically two out of those three games, because they can mean a lot when it comes to, you know, late December, early January, and that possibility for a playoff push for sure.
0: Yeah, there's no question about it. And just going back to this game on Sunday, Justin, 20 of 34, 195 yards. He's had three career games where he's thrown for under 200 yards, and they've all been losses. Um, a quarterback rating of 72-5. Um, Keenan, 8 for 98. You know, what, what else is new there in, in that category with number 13? Um, and, and then I, I look at the running game, and you take out Justin Herbert's rushes you know, you're running 3.5 yards a pop and, you know, there's only 17 rushes there. So I think the Chargers are still struggling to find some consistency behind Austin and then also just trying to get Austin going in general to maybe chewing some of that clock. The offense kind of put it on themselves when you talk about time of possession, when you play over 36 minutes of defense. That's usually not a recipe for winning. And the offense said that, hey, they were a little bit out of sync. And from an execution standpoint, they need to be better. So the defense isn't on the field for as long as they were.
1: And that's what Brandon Staley said after the game. He said, we lost the time of possession because of how the offense played, not because of how the defense played. And when you look at it, it came down to just their inability to sustain drives. They had a a lot of three and outs. They had a few drives that ended in punts that the one drive that just really tripped me up was when they tried to to go for the fake on on fourth down, which to me was not kind of what we were used to seeing with this team all season long. Um, and they punted there. So he said it definitely came down to the offense. And you mentioned it, trying to find that run game and trying to get, you know, take advantage of it. The Vikings were ranked 30th against the run. So if this was a game to get that going, this would have been it. And in all of those losses, those recent losses, they've lost the time of possession. So you look at Baltimore, Baltimore had about a 16 plus minute advantage, New England, about a 10 minute advantage. And then the Vikings yesterday had about a 13 plus minute advantage and I'm sorry, 12 plus, but. That makes a huge difference because when your offense isn't able to sustain drives, your defense is obviously on the field for a long, long time. And I think you saw it on that very final Vikings drive when they held the ball. They shot themselves in the foot a couple of times with just some offensive penalties that put them in, you know, very, very long down and distance situations. But then they were able to overcome those and ultimately convert that fourth and two. At the very end, which was all they needed to just end the game since the Chargers were out of timeouts at that point. But it's it's a, a delicate dance that comes, you know, with the offense being able to sustain drives, not putting the defense on the field for so long. And you mentioned it and Staley mentioned it. That was a huge sort of um issue just with the offense yesterday, and something that they want to look at cleaning up moving forward.
0: Yeah, the Vikings had 10 penalties for 118 yards. Usually yeah. you don't win those games when you have uh double-digit penalties, but they were able to find a way and, you know, they kind of iced the game at the end, similar to what the, the Chargers did in, in Philly and Washington, where they held on to the football and they didn't give the Chargers the ball back. Um, you know, any anything else? that stood out, I, I would have loved to have talked about Larry Rowtry's celebration <laughs> and, and Austin Eckler grabbing a guitar from the stands and, and, and strumming it. But, uh, you know, in a loss, it doesn't it doesn't carry as much weight, I guess.
1: It doesn't. I mean, good for Larry Roundtree, though, for sure. First career NFL touchdown. I know I tweeted this yesterday. I'll talk about it. He told me over summer. I think if if, any of us who saw him out at camp, you saw him dancing, doing his thing. Um, I believe one of his dances is is key for his fraternity that he was in in college. But just, you know, kind of being a fun guy. And I had asked him about it and he had told me, hey, I'm going to kind of lay low, though, because I don't want to be that guy who's just known for dancing. I want to actually show something. But when I do get in, that touchdown will be live. He was going to choreograph it. He said it was going to be live. <laughs> it certainly was. It was, um, you know, bright spots, obviously, like you said, doesn't carry as much weight in a loss, but good for him and in a bright spot for sure. I think, you know, one of the things that stand out that stood out to me was someone asked Brandon Staley about that opening drive out of the third quarter where they just marched right down the field, that Chargers offense just marched right down the field. And, and he said that he's kind of looking back at that drive is what they need to start replicating. And it seems like a lot of the inconsistencies and a lot of sort of the the lack of execution comes down to just not being aggressive enough and not sort of taking shots. And he felt like, that drive was really where they sort of pieced it all together. Um you know, this Vikings defense was they're stout, but they were missing a lot of guys too. But mm-hmm. they were able at times to find a way to really really stall this Chargers offense. So it's it's needing to overcome that and some of these losses that this team has had where Justin has been held, you know, to very very minimal yardage has been against really really good def- defenses with really good defensive-minded coaches as well, whether it's defensive coordinators like Wink Martindale or Mike Zimmer, who's the head coach, obviously, of the Vikings. But just kind of, you know, that third, quarter, that third quarter opening drive just seemed so different compared to the rest of the game as a whole. And that was something that Staley said that they need to go back and look at. And we'll see if they do find something on that drive that they can sort of replicate moving forward. Because, again, you're facing another tough defense this week. Even if T.J. Watt is out, that Steelers unit has a lot of guys that, that can get after it for sure.
0: Yeah, and another great defensive mind and Mike Tomlin, who's one of the best head coaches of all time coming to town on on Sunday. And you bring up a great point too, Haley. It's like we talk about what the Chargers could have done better, but sometimes you got to tip your hat to the opponent and and Mike Zimmer and the game plan that he had and what Bill Belichick was able to do and Wink Martindale. Um, It's not like these these losses have come against uh, uh, defenses that that aren't very good and don't have – like really respected defensive mind, some of the best in the game um, at at the architect of them. So, you know, I I look at this next stretch as this is what this team's going to be, right? I mean, Pittsburgh, Denver, Cincinnati. That's kind of like my takeaway going into Thanksgiving and and heading into December is we're going to know so much more about this team. Um, Can they correct some of these mistakes? Can the offense get going a little bit more consistently? And the Chargers will never use this as an excuse. But, you know, getting guys back too. I mean, not having Drew Tranquil out there, not having Nas Adderley and, and Michael Davis. I mean, those are losses. And, and obviously those guys would have made a big difference. But you mentioned on the other side, Minnesota had some guys out, too.
1: Yeah. It's just, it is what it is. You know, it's the NFL and I think it was Linval who talked about that last night. I'm kind of scrolling through my notes right now. Yeah. He said rotating players is just part of it. You know, every week, every NFL team has guys who are on their active roster on game day, who might've played an extremely minimal amount of pro football compared to some of the very, very seasoned vets, but it is what it is. You just have to, you know, you have to have that next man up mentality. You have to get it done. And it's just part of the NFL. And it really seems like with this team, you know, that execution word that was used multiple times is just what they need to do to get better. I mean, Brandon Staley even said we feel like we're, you know, we're fighting, we're fighting every week. And it just comes down to little things here or there that just kind of have to get shored up. But it definitely, though, post game seemed uh, you know, talking to hearing from someone like Linval that, like I said, they're they just need to fine-tune some stuff. But like you mentioned. These next three weeks, this is a really, really critical stretch of what this team really will be and, and what will be known as for the 2021 season.
0: It, you know, it was noticeable, too, to see some of the players speaking on a social after the game in a very positive tone that we're going to right the ship and get it right. Mm-hmm. So that's a good sign in a 17-game season when you face adversity, everybody's still together. And if they can keep kind of just chopping wood and, and still fight, you know, keep fighting, keep fighting. Because sometimes you're just this close, and yeah. then when you figure it out, you know I use the Patriots as an example. All those close losses and, and losing at home, and and uh, being able to just keep going and keep going, and they're ascending, and and we saw that a few weeks ago, and that team is rolling right now. Uh, it just took a little bit of time to find their groove. Maybe this is where the Chargers can find their groove.
1: Yeah, you really hope so, especially with also what's happening in division two. I mean, you look at, we talked about the conference and all the craziness that's happening there, but let's just go back to the division for a second because just a couple of weeks ago, everyone was writing off that team in Kansas city and here they are leading the AFC West right now. And obviously that win that this Chargers team had over them in week three looms large, but there is another game coming up between those two, a Thursday night football game on Fox, which I know Fox is probably absolutely stoked about <laughs> to have because it should be a good one, but this is where, you know, times get tough, teams get tested, and, and um, you know, it's what you do with it. It's what, it's how you respond from adversity, and we'll see what their response is.
0: And, and we talked about storing September away, right? We, we knew there's going to be some rough spots. There's rough spots for every team in the NFL. But storing September away, getting those first two division wins were gigantic because it puts you in the conversation now still. Yeah. Even, even while you're struggling a little bit, right? It, it, that Kansas City game – could mean a whole heck of a lot if you take care of business over these next three, four weeks, and you're 3-0 in the division, let's say, at that point. Um, that that puts you in a really good spot, puts you in a position to knock off the champs, the, the team that has dominated this division for so long. So uh, by no means is this Chargers team out of it. I mean, you are right in the mix, and you, know, you look at this game as maybe an opportunity lost, but knowing over the next three weeks and beyond uh, there's a lot more football to go and it'll be interesting to see how this team responds in practice this week heading into sunday night football
1: yeah and the other thing too is you know we talk about games this is obviously an nfc team those losses don't count as much as if it was an afc team but the flip side of that is you have three afc games coming up really really create you know two of those games well really all three will say that could have really huge wild card implications on the line so got to take care of business
0: yep and we'll be back on monday with the final drive after week 11 sunday night football against the pittsburgh steelers we'll see how this team responds to a little bit of adversity during the middle part of the season for haley elwood i'm chris harry this has been the final drive presented by windows 11